Hello, this is Rafael Davidovich. I'd like to try something new now that we have our first week where we can actually obey what the Torah says. Six days you shall do work and on the seventh day shall be Shabbos. We have our first six-day work week, Sunday through Friday, without a yontif in quite a while. So what I would like to do, I can't promise I'll do this forever, but I'll start this week and we'll see how it goes. And uh, it will be something that will need your feedback as well. Tell me if this is something that interests you, and we will adjust our schedule based on feedback. What I thought we could do is that we would devote each day of the week to a different kind of topic. And my thinking was, since as I'm giving this talk right now, it's Sunday, that Sunday I would give a brief talk on some aspect of tefillah, some aspect of davening. And then Monday something else, and I'll ex be explaining as the week goes on. But what I'd like to focus on today for a few minutes and to get you through the week and really through the winter is the miniature prayer that is inserted into all of our prayers throughout the winter from Shmini Atzeres through Pesach and that is the phrase Mashiv Haruach Umorid HaGeshem We know what a big deal this is we say we start saying it on Shmini Atzeres and it is said through the first day of Pesach through Shachris, and then at Musaf we switch over again. Mashiv HaRuach Geshem means that God brings the wind, Umorid HaGeshem, and he makes the rain descend. And this is considered such an important addition to the davening that the halacha is rather strict about it and says that if a Jew forgets in his Shmon Esrei, he forgets to say this phrase, Mashiv HaRuach Geshem, that he has to repeat his whole Shmona Esrei. So why is this? Why is it so strong? So there are a few reasons. I'll really wrap it up all into one reason. And that is that even though anybody who is familiar with the Jewish Siddur, with how we pray, knows there are so many different kinds of brachos, so many different kinds of tefillos, so many different kinds of uh, chapters of psalms that are said, and passages from throughout Tanakh. Yet it all really boils down, the origin of all of it is our prayer for rain. <speaking in Hebrew> is the quintessential idea of what it is that prayer means, in that it is literally the first mention According to our rabbis, it is the first mention of prayer at all in the whole Torah. Where do we see that? So we see this in the description of how God creates the world. And you can find it, it's actually related to Parshas Bereshis. In chapter 2 of, of Bereshis, of Genesis, it says in Posuke in verse 5, that none of the grasses and none of the vegetation had begun to sprout. The Lord God had not caused it to rain on the earth. There was no man to work the field. This is before man was created. Even though it says that the grasses and vegetation were created on the third day of creation and man was created on the sixth day of creation, but none of that vegetation had actually begun to sprout and there was no man to work the field, to, to work the, the earth. So Rashi gives an interesting twist. This is based. This is a Gemara. Rashi doesn't really say anything. He is an expert of the anthology of what our rabbis say about the different verses in the Torah. 
and he explains it as follows. Uma tamlo himtir, why did it not rain? Lefisha adam ein lavod adama, because there was no man to work the field, and Rashi continues, Vein makir bitavosin shal gishamim, there is no one to have hakara satov for the rain. Ukishaba adam, when man came on the scene, Viyada shehem tzarech la'olam, and he saw that rain is needed for the world. Hispalel alehem, he prayed for the rains, viyardu, and then the rains came down. And that's when the trees and the grasses started to sprout, uh, start to sprout and create vegetation and fruit. What this means is that the first example that the rabbis see of prayer in the whole Torah is the prayer for rain. And why is this? Because rain is the perfect example of feeling a need talking to the one who is responsible for that need, and then he provides that need. The opposite of this is the relationship that Mitzrayim has to water. Mitzrayim, Egypt, they have the Nile, and the Nile was always giving water, and it was the the waters of the Nile that irrigated the fields of Mitzrayim, of Egypt, and therefore they were disconnected from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, similar to the snake that Mitzrayim, that Egypt represents, that the snake would then later eat the dust of the earth, have all food provided for it down there on the ground, and therefore have no recognition of their lack, and that they needed to ask someone to provide for that lack. This is the gift that rain brings. Moshe Rabbeinu says that the land that you are going into is not like the land of Mitzrayim, where water was at their feet. Rather, this is the land that God pays attention to from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, and that you gain your your water through the rains. And that and why is this? Because we daven for rain. So the next time you say your Mashvirhmurdageshem, don't just take it for granted and assume that, well, of course, so fine, we daven for rain. The whole world needs rain, and we need to ask for it as well, and it is therefore the perfect example of the kind of relationship that Hashem wants us to have, where we ask for something, and then Hashem bestows it upon the world. Okay, that's our first class of the year on the topic of, on some aspect of tefillah. Look forward to hearing your feedback, and I hope to be in touch with you tomorrow. Thank you.